We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Hi. Wait, did they say hi? I don't think so. Jan just over did his overnight. Oh, okay. Anyways, and welcome to Thule Squadron Radio. My name is Gisli. Halkun here. This is Jan. And I am it. So, so Jan, you, you, you have stopped arguing with Halkun and, and start, you know, talking start... over it instead. Yes, yes, yes. So instead of having a problem in the second part of the intro, I now have a problem in the first part of the intro. <laughs> Hokan and looks, I have it, made peace, and I'm now battling aid for second. <laughs> but right. it, it makes actually a lot of sense as well, because you know, if you do it this way, then it's like banter. You can have every episode, whether since I'm always a wild card, am I going to show up or not, then you, you can never be sure. Are you going to be able to do it? Are you not going to be able to do it? It's always true, a gamble. True, yeah. true. true. Uh, <laughs> on the other <laughs> hand, <laughs> I mean, uh, with a sample size of two, you're here 100% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> the last two episodes. <laughs> Everything with small sample sizes it doesn't make sense. No. Okay. <laughs> sure. Anyway. We, will so we get are... back to that sometime later in the show, though, Jan? Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. 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 Okay. So, how are you guys? Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty good. Yeah. And no, I'm, no I want I want X-wing. I mean, I want real X-wing. It was a joy to watch Coruscant, but uh, I want road trip. I want you know staying in hotels and getting up way too early and prepping for a tournament and drinking beer and eating good food in the evenings. I want all that. Yeah, mm. I agree. I miss that. I miss that. I've been I've been looking at photos from Worlds since. I mean, Worlds was so it was basically a year ago. Just a year mm-hmm. ago plus I don't know what month no two weeks three weeks something mm-hmm. just uh, awful awful to look at I missed this and, uh, yeah the, and the you know Airbnb and walking to the venue mm-hmm. yeah a little bit hungover mm-hmm. yeah Getting stuff at the hotel, having, having to run back, getting there sweaty and giving Rasta Mesa big old hug while sweaty. Oh, yeah. Going zero to dropping and just drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 It will happen again. Oh, oh yes. It will. <laughs> I have seen oh. it. You have first seen it. First seen it. Anyway, <laughs> we don't have a lot of news. Nope. I mean, we did have. Uh, we were spoiled for news last time with like what? 
two articles and then in the middle of the show the points dropped and yeah the Nantex got nerfed and and we even had ollie on i mean everything was happening yeah i mean how can you follow up episode like that i don't i don't think we'll be able to no all right well thanks for listening <laughs> yes <laughs> it was a good episode no, <laughs> it's I gonna be it. much. If we do this, if we do this now, we just let it go. It's gonna be really easy following up this episode on oh, the yeah. next episode. Most okay. definitely. You know okay. what I mean? That's a that's a viewpoint. Mm. <laughs> well, it's true. Uh, However, uh, let's see if we if we can't find something to talk about. Yeah. Well, uh, no, wait. We at least us in Iceland got both the tie brood now and. Uh, Heralds of Hope came out yesterday here in Iceland. I haven't yeah. bought. I I only bought the brute for now because I because I haven't been able to go to Nexus to buy Heralds of Hope. Ah, uh, okay, okay, that makes sense. I, I am yeah. actually touching my brute in ways that only X-Men players do. Are you twiddling around as well? Yes. Okay, uh, but Gisli, uh I don't understand that you don't have Heralds of Hope. That's so that's so wrong. I mean, you are a world famous five A player. Yeah, apparently I am. How did that happen? I mean, no, but I I don't know. What? I was I was watching uh, Hexile the other day, yeah. and uh, they had a five A on stream, and then they were like, "Oh, and we have uh, two other famous five A players in the chat," and then they were like, "We are only missing Kisli from Iceland." <laughs> Well, to be fair, they said we have the two other famous ones on the chat, and then they mentioned these things. So it was it wasn't actually in the same sentence. Um, I let him have it. No, uh, we we cannot let him have it. Okay, but if you don't let him have it, he'll just die flying phantoms again no, and okay. realize that they are fine. <laughs> we don't want that. I might. No. <laughs> No, no, I, I have a bunch of aggressors lying around for you. And the Phantom. And the Phantom. <laughs> Here we go again. We but go I, again. Can, I can actually attest to, to Gisti's, um, you know, prominent 5A skills, uh, having recently lost to his 5A squad. But, but you don't play. That was the challenge you got. <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> Played games. Okay, so I guess it's time for Tula Challenges. Yes. Bum, 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 bum. So, if you haven't been listening for the past two or three months or something, don't worry, you didn't miss anything. Because <laughs> apparently Hauko hadn't played a game, which was his challenge to do. Yes. But, Hauko, you did play a game. I've played three games since last episode. Yes. One against me. On TTS. One against it and one against and one against Linus. How did they go? How did they go? And how 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 did you like TTS? I like TTS a lot. You know, it's it's smooth. You get you get a really good feeling. Um, you know, you're playing on on the table. I like obviously that is, but from the Perspective of coming from Vassal, it's of course a huge graphical improvement. Yeah. There are some things that are different and challenging mm -hmm. uh, between the two platforms, but but yeah, I liked it. And you know, it was good playing again. Um, 
I actually tried the, uh, the, the Thai Heavy, um, and uh, I think it's, it's pretty called good. The, it's called the Thai Thick. And a, <laughs> the Thai Thick, yeah. Thick. Mm -hmm. Chunky boy. Okay, is that like a is that like a politically correct term or what? What are we what are we talking about here? No, that's not politically correct. <laughs> that's just correct. No, it's just correct. Okay, okay. Hmm? Because that. But it was fun. Huge. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And Ayat had apparently forgotten what it's like to play against me because he said yeah. after the after the game he said oh, I completely forgot that you always try to. How did you word it, Ayat? It's um, better coming from you. I don't remember how I worded it, but it's something like just, uh, you know, uh, come up the work, works and uh, make a clusterfuck out of the board and, you know, a bump fest. Bump fest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's fun. You should buy fangs then. Oh, no. I, I flew uh, three arcs uh, and, um, and hawk. Mm -hmm. And uh, so both against Aedlin and Gisli. And then against Leonard, I played. Uh, Two, uh, yeah, two of the the named heavies uh, and and uh, Cherno. Oh, so so, so so yeah. did you did you use Hulk's ability? Yes. Uh, well, no, not no, I didn't actually. I I didn't have an opportunity to against Aid. Um, but uh, against Gisli, nobody actually... ever completed a maneuver or. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, against Geist and against Geistly, I actually uh, the, the ship I lost, I flew off the board, so it, I wasn't able to to use the ability at all. Well, well to be fair, it was on one hole <laughs> when you flew sure. off the board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, I still denied myself of using the ability of keeping him on the board until he could shoot. But true, so you yeah. actually killed none of Hawkins' ships. Yeah, he, yeah, he did not. Okay. But well, to be fair, neither did you eat. And uh, and, 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 and neither and neither did Haukon. Haukon didn't no. kill any of my ships. I didn't kill it. No, I only and, did did a half point two of them. You half point two of them, yeah. No. And I was flying Merle, and I had two starboard slots in starboard <laughs> slots in the in, in the list, and with uh, Hawk and three arcs on the table. Yeah, I didn't use any of it. No, you never made it. Ask them. No, I just—I'm—I'm okay, I'm not going near those things. Those are gonna mess up my all of my lanes. Be truthful. <laughs> I just yeah. I, the arcs are so maneuverable. The a wings yeah. can never catch up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not really the end of the day for the hawk if they get a strain or bump merle. No, exactly. they'll be fine. Exactly. But anyway, I mean. As I, as we talked about before, in my head canon, Hawk is really the Torrin pilot swoop, who yeah. we know from statistic is the worst pilot in the entire game, and I'm not sure Hawk is much better. No, uh, I mean the, he flies the, 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 land, so the baseline is better, but yeah, no, uh, his, from... uh, his his ability, yeah, true. From flying these two games, uh, you know the idea. Of Hawk is really really cool. Yeah, um, I think the no, is a mess. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I wasn't flying Hawk. I was fly flying Warthog. Ah, oh, okay, that's it's completely different. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Warthog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
So it was it was the it was the notion that if uh, the higher initiative ship would take one of my arcs out, I would still be able to shoot back. Oh, so. no. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Pumba is good. Yeah, I like that nickname, by the way. Yeah. True. True. Indeed. But, speak, yeah. Speaking of speaking of nicknames, uh, I just this just came to mind. So I just now it comes out of my mouth. That's that's how I work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was listening to GSP today. And okay. that was the most fabulous thing. So they talked about what they called Silver Spoon Aces. So that's basically Aces who are entitled and have all the toys. Okay. Silver Spoon Aces. You mean, like, you, mean like, you mean like Jake? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. No. <laughs> no. I, I, mean, I, I, I mean like uh, Ollie's Wolf Squad. For that, okay. both Vader and Whisper were totally Silver Spoon Aces. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think yeah. I would call them entitled Aces. That's even better in <laughs> more 2020. But, but Silver Spoon Aces really work. I like that. Yeah. It like anyway. They hope... have it, all of this stuff integrated, or you can put all the stuff in. There yeah, it, 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 is, it, is, it is when you have an ace and you put all the upgrades on it, so it just has, you know, mods and repositions for days. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, it's like thick ace, really. Mm-hmm. That would be the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, before we get to the point where Hokan reveals his challenge, we actually have a little bet, Gisli. Uh, as you may remember, at one mm-hmm. time, you and I had a bet about uh, how long it will take Hokan to do this. Oh, wow. Yeah. You did? You did? Yeah, yeah. I, I think we even recorded it. So yeah. so I set the over under on three, and, uh, on three and a half episode, and you went under. So you owe me something. Oh, what, what does he owe you? This is fun. It is the first rule of betting is that you should settle that when you do the bet. <laughs> <laughs> and you you didn't. <laughs> so I guess it's just an honor, an honor thing then. No, well, or a so, beer okay. when we meet. Or a beer. Or a beer. When, whenever whenever you don't agree to something, it's a beer. That sounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's fair. So like, that's bro. How many, how many beers is it then? One for each episode that I went over. No, I mean that this is not the first bad Jesus. Sorry, No, but it's how actually con, not con, that many. How con, I was on many. your side. I was on your side. I know, I know. You had yeah. faith in me. I'm sorry yeah. I let you down. I am. <laughs> so how many episodes actually did we go uh, did you go before he completed the challenge? Uh, we completed the last one in episode sixty seven. So we'd had four full episodes. So it's it's only just over the three and a half. Yeah. But the thing is, when we made this bet, I was, I had just recently talked to Haukon, he and he was gonna play against me on TTS mm-hmm. like the the same week. Yeah, and I bailed on you. I and he bailed that. on me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, so you had. Inside so you, it was actually rigged in your favor at the time that you yeah. made the bet. Exactly. That's what you're saying, usually. I had inside information. <laughs> but you but it, still but they, lost. I, I still lost. <laughs> I wonder what, what, what the fans of variance would say about this. <laughs> and, it, uh, and in the end, it took me hounting Falcon on Facebook. <laughs> 
to get him to complain. Yeah. Well, I was I was a couple of other things, but that definitely helped. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've yeah. you know I've I've also changed jobs. You might notice. Yeah. Sure. Okay. But mm-hmm. uh... he he's not working with computers anymore. So he he only works with computers. Yeah, and service. <laughs> and service. He's a right. transponder. Oh, that's okay. Chandler. That's Chandler. I don't do that. That's, <laughs> that's like you know that, that that was over in the nineties. Everybody knows that. <laughs> a job I... is no longer done. Mm-mm. It's I been can... automated. Mm-hmm. We don't do Venus anymore. No, not by hand. No, but what I actually wanted to say when I was talking about my my game earlier is that I found out that Rampage is a menace. <laughs> yeah. Great. Boy, do I love his ability or hers? Is it a he or she? Who knows? It's it's probably a she. Have you have you gone to Wikipedia? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you will find nothing on Rampage on Wikipedia, which means yeah. Well, that... we have we have an article on Lieutenant Castle on Wikipedia. Rampage Wikipedia fandom. Yeah, that, that's the one that says fly over planet. Exactly. Uh... <laughs> Rampage was an he, Imperial he... class star destroyer. Oh. Okay. So... What, that explains what, what, the size. It was capable of carrying 72 <laughs> TIE fighters. <laughs> no, under, <laughs> un, under I, I have to say, under Lieutenant Castle, it says... No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. What's the nickname of a TIE fighter, fighter pilot? What? Guys? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. I was saying under Lieutenant Ooh. Castle because because uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Yeah. Is you were talking. It says here in the history point. It's the only thing that it says about this pilot. It's At that here. point, Castle conducted an operation on an arid planet with red cliffs and proceeded to fly around and underneath them. It's basically the photo, the yeah, the drawing FFG made. FFG art, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing. Yep, that's all okay. we know. But it okay. does actually say that Kest- that, that Kestel is a female, and I don't know. Yeah. I I have a theory that uh, X-wing players assume that every pilot is a female unless they know otherwise, which is fine. <laughs> it kind of seems under like the uh, Wikipedia article of the RB Heavy, there is one mention of Rampage, and that is just that it's a pilot in the X-wing game. And when you click that, it's just a link to the uh, X-Wing page with the pilot card. So we know nothing about Rampage. Okay. We shall refer to it as it. True. But uh, Håkon, that means that you get to issue a new challenge. Yes. Håkon? Did somebody get this? How con? How con is muted? Oh. <laughs> of course he is. Course. I wonder how long he's been talking. <laughs> Maybe he his battery on the headphones might have died, so that auto mutes. Oh yeah. Okay. So um, 
until we until how comes comes back I, I i have one one news if if you people are listening haven't heard uh the mandalorian is back on air uh, third episode in not gonna spoil anything this is a spoiler free show about that but go watch it absolutely go watch it uh, yeah it starts so good. Yeah, oh. but I mean, episode three is just totally off yeah. the rails. Yeah, I still haven't watched that, but I, I will tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I need to uh, as well. When are you going to watch it tomorrow? Maybe we can watch it together. Ooh, giggity. Oh. Giggity, giggity. Ah. <laughs> uh. That's yeah, the good maybe. thing about this whole working from home thing, uh, because you know, I can watch Mandalorian on my lunch break. <laughs> yeah, I just I didn't have time today. Like like I, I told you, I was doing everything else. Yeah, just running around, buying stuff, finding stuff. Buying shit. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Kids. Kids uh, needed some help. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, yes? You have a new challenge. I do. Let's do uh, that, then. Okay. I challenge... Eight. What? Yes. To live stream a game on TTS. Ooh. Oh. I like this challenge. Wow. I do too. That's good. I really like it. So, so it if you live stream, then I can uh, come co-commentate, and then Kiesley can be the one playing with somebody. No, I want to commentate. <laughs> you guys are you, you can because it's it's stream, right? It's just a live stream. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll do that. Okay, fantastic. Um, let's try to set it up so we can uh, tell people on the Facebooks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we can have a lot of viewers and yeah. you can make all that sweet Twitch money. <laughs> Actually, we're, we're, we're coming for the Twitch money. <laughs> all the Twitch monies. Dion, we're coming for you. Look out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Click Fantastic. like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so on with the episode on with the episode so uh, just a brief thing uh, I should probably have done this last time no because yeah. the point came in during the show but we now have results for the pink squadron points prediction wave 7b edition and mm-hmm. it turned out to be a pretty rough run Yeah, rough one uh, most people got sort of the, the mean was about half correct, which is substantially lower than last time. Mm-hmm. And it actually turns out that if you had just answered under to all 12 questions, you would have gotten 10 points. Wow. I got six. Easily got five. What did I get? What? I didn't notice you there. I participated. I think I was on Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got an email. And so did everybody else who participated. Oh, did you see that segue? 
Uh, Hulk Hunter, five. Five, okay. Well, I didn't get an email because uh, I participated on air. No, no, no. You also participated in person. Oh, okay. Did I? Okay. Oh, did you need to do that? I just did the on-earth stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But we changed. What episode did we do? Make this uh, points prediction thing? Sixty-nine or what? Uh, It was was the episode with Mark Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole bunch of questions. Mm -hmm. I actually, I actually did not count your scores based on your on-air. But only okay. on, on your normal submissions, like That's... everybody else. But the winner. Bum, bum, bum. Is Daryl McDowell, who got Ooh. 11 out of 12. Wow. wow. That is pretty good. The pretty only good. thing, so uh, so he got he got both the overs correct. Uh, there were two of them. Um, which was like overdrive thrusters and uh, iron limiter override, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the only one we lowballed. Uh, the only thing he got wrong was R two D two, which we set at over under six point five, and it ended up at six. So, and that was actually the the upgrade that most people got wrong. Only eleven out of forty seven answers were correct on R two D two. Tells us something. So I am pretty sure that when we look back at this, like two or three point changes in the future, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that uh, Daryl will be 12 out of 12, yeah. or at least that he will, the R2D2 will go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you think so? Because usually, as we discussed before, you know, FFG tends to undercost things when they release it, and then they raise the cost, right? <laughs> but that's actually what I'm saying they will do here. Uh... I can see, I can see, I can see, I can see Jan just head boil. Have you guys seen the movie Inside Out? Yeah, he's he's angry. <laughs> he's angry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. uh as I said, people did worst on R2-D2. Uh, there were also a lot of people who did bad on overdrive thrusters, which was uh, over under 5.5 on Poe, and it ended up at 6. Uh, then they did bad on Merle. <clears throat> and I mean, who didn't? I'm surprised that I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. we went for 33.5. Uh, yeah. And the right answer was still under. Yeah. Uh, then a lot I of people got, got one right. Yeah, a lot of people got Poe wrong. There we were also spot on, sixty-five point five, and he ended at sixty-five. Okay. And then the target assist uh, on Rampage. Uh, also, less than half got that right, so that was over under three point five. Ended up at three, and then Rampage, um, him or herself. Where our 42.5 points was way off, but a lot of people still, 27 people still went over uh, out of the 47. So, and we were, I don't know how many points off. Mm-hmm. What is Ramp Hitch anyway? Um, somewhere around 50, I think. No, no, no. no. That's yeah. with all the tools. No, that's with all the upgrades. 
52 yeah. no, 30, 39 sorry yeah 39 yeah yeah mm-hmm. and uh more than half way more than half actually thought that 42.5 was too much so yeah let's see how that works out so mm-hmm. that was the PSPP I have uh, written to Daryl and uh, we'll send him some kind of prize sweet yeah cool that will be awesome great oh, yeah so we can like burn a CD of our song that we did and then maybe <laughs> of the song that gets you know we get from 186 uh, if they ever do any and like burn a CD yeah. and sign it and that can be the present right who yeah, uses but... CD does anyone use CDs anymore I have really? CDs that That's I can burn yeah <laughs> I'm in the garage somewhere in the box of old computer things mm-hmm. that... oh yeah computers <laughs> that's something for Hawkon right mm-hmm. yeah Mm. And I'd be doing you guys a service, right? So yeah, it, yeah. it works out well. Yeah, true, true. Mm. Okay, uh, let's move along. We do have... There was this tiny tournament. Yeah, a small, tiny little tournament called Coruscant. The end of the galaxies. Uh, yeah, it was a crappy tournament. Uh, because you weren't in it? Yeah. Yeah, I figured. Um... <laughs> So anyway, um, 188 players, if I remember correctly. 189, it says here. Um, And I think it was a great watch. Uh, I watched almost almost every game on that stream. Uh, And there were a lot of good games. Um, So... Just looking high level at the stats, we can see that Empire, which is surprising to me at least, was the most represented faction mm-hmm. with 38 players. That's over 20%. Um, then we have Scum with 36, First Order 31, Resistance 27, Rebel 23, 21 Separatists, and only 11 Galactic Republic. Yeah. F- Wonder why. Yeah. Wonder why. Um, so Empire won on that front, uh, and Galactic Republic lost, you can say. Um, looking at uh, the cut rate, there we also have Galactic Republic at the very bottom. None of the 11 made cut. Um, the most cuts were from Resistance. Uh, who had almost 26% making cut Uh, Mm -hmm. but uh, Scum also did good and so did First Order with 19% Empire at 16 Rebel at 17 so but that's sort of mostly very close to average Mm -hmm. best performing faction again resistance 53% but but here we actually see that most of the factions are quite evil, even. Just around the sort of yeah, 50% average mark, right? <laughs> With yeah. the exception of Galactic Republic, who did 28%. They had their time in the sun. Let them suffer. Okay, when was that time? 
I want to relive it. <laughs> I mean, it was a very brief period around August and July last year, and then that is it. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course. <laughs> see Republic again. I have no, I have no jokes on this. Um, don't, don't, don't when, enrage anger. Excuse me. No, I mean, when Republic can, becomes really, really good, I'm obviously just gonna start playing it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, exactly. Aces, Aces. Why not? I want AC Jedi's. No. Mm. Anyway. Temporary precision force regen Aces. Yeah, gotta love it. Yeah. Anyway, otherwise noteworthy, I think, is that uh, 20 of the 31 First Order lists are actually hyperspace legal. Yeah. Which, I mean, is really perhaps not surprising with that faction, but it's a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder how many of the rest that would be hyperspace legal if it weren't for, you know, something like a crack shot or something. Yeah. This is cool. an interesting. This is an interesting kind of. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm going to segue a little bit here, but just based on what Gisli just said, uh, you know, when when the uh, the Galactic Republic are going to be uh, really good again, he's going to play them again. What kind of players are you guys? Because usually I shy away from what's popular, and I'm always trying to break what's good. Mm-hmm. Gisli, you tend to play what's good. No, I I tend to find something that's good and tweak it around, and make, make it, it a little bit and make it a little bit worse. Yeah, make it a little bit worse. Okay. Yeah. Hey, how about how about you? Oh, you I, stand on these I'm things? a unique sn- snowflake. I'm a yeah, player. yeah. You're, you're trying to puzzle things together that yeah, generally yeah. don't work and make it work. Okay. Yeah. So now we're flying we're... rapple beef. Yeah, yeah. yeah you Jan? were like quad phantoms. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to be fair, and, and both, both Haukon and Ayat can vouch for that. I, I was playing Quad Phantoms way before I, people I'm not watch for that. found. Haukon, are you going to watch for that? Quad Phantoms. So, are we, we going to back him up on this, Ayat? No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. No, I'm sad. I believe you, <laughs> Remember, Haukon, when I went to Spilavinner? Yeah, I know. And played against Kauri with the Quad Phantoms? Yeah. Yeah, that was like my third game or something with 2.0. True. Yeah. I remember. But yeah, no, yeah. But uh, how about you, Jan? Where do you stand on this? Mm. I have actually been struggling for a few years. In um, I usually express it like I'm trying to learn to suppress my gag reflex and just play the broken shit. Uh-huh. Uh, but I have a but I have a really hard time doing it because it feels wrong and it's it's stupid because it isn't. I mean mm-hmm. that it's part of the game and uh, um and it, because if I mean it would it would be different if I said I don't want to play the broken shit because it's not fun to play, but that's not the reason I'm not playing it. It's simply yeah. you know oh I don't feel I wouldn't feel good showing up with like six nanotechs a month ago mm-hmm. so I usually end up in these sort of A rank lists and try to do different things with them Yeah. Uh, the only time that I really got in deep was when I played Regen Jedi back mm-hmm. when they were okay yeah speaking of playing broken shit 
I tried a, a Poe Ray build <laughs> this last Tuesday. Did you have overdrive thrusters on Poe? Yes, I did. Good. I had all the stuff on Poe. It was like a hundred points of Poe. That's like a horrifying Poe to deal with. Yeah. It's a 95 point Poe paired with a 104 point Ray. <laughs> Poe with Lone Wolf, R2, Astromach for the green maneuvers on, on the turns. He had pattern analyzer just in case. Overdrive thrusters, and for those who don't know what that is, that is uh, the card reads while you perform a red boost barrel or slam action, you must use template of one speed higher if able. So, his uh, second, all of his second uh, reposition actions would be with a two template. And that's bonkers. And uh, the foils had the black one title and underslung blaster cannons. This all is very interesting to fly. It's just, it's, I, it's gonna be. I, I fucking love it. How was the underblaster? Did you, did you, did it? Did I, it I did not trigger? shoot it once. Okay. No. But, so but, it, but did it work as a control, please? Sorry. Yeah, it, it's not. I think I could have set it up like three times in my two two games or something. Okay. But, you know, um, it wasn't really something I was uh, integrating into my decision-making while flying. I was like, it, it was always an afterthought. It was like, oh, I should have target-locked. Then I could have shot you there. But, you know, it's not. I think it's... I think it, there's something there. Not a huge thing, but I think there's something there. I also think there's something there. There is a huge waste of points. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was actually. I You're was not actually... wrong. Wasted three points on a 95 no, no. ship. It, it's a feature to put them into Poe. He just becomes more expensive. So, what, I mean, you're going to lose a, the game if he dies anyway. So, what about Poe Damer? Just, you know, uh, wait, let me see. Which Poe did I to take the. No? Old Poe or new Poe? Old Poe. No, uh, well. Mm. Younger Poe. Flyboy. Flyboy Poe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With with Daredevil, BP-8, and Overdrive Thrusters, and then obviously Black One. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, when if, if I wanted to Daredevil boost, would I want to do it too hard? Why sure, would that... Why why, no, that would, that would be worse. Why? Because it offsets you too much, and it's just weird. Also, you're limiting yourself to either one action or being double stressed. But but you don't you don't have to do the daredevil, do you? You you can choose. No, you to don't use, have to. You, you can That's choose right. to do the turn. Sure. Yeah. 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 True. You could choose to not use the daredevil and then just use a two bank. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Or two straight. But I mean. I saw in one of the Coruscant games uh, there was a, a Neon Numb with Overdrive Thrusters and oh. um, uh, and Pattern Analyzer, obviously. Yep. Mm -hmm. So he like K turned. Right. Then then he oh he also had the uh, what is it called uh, the um, the other bad new upgrade card. 
Rock's tail. Backwards tail tail slide, right? He also had that. So he K-turned, then he he took a focus and barrel rolled with a two straight over a gas cloud. (laughs) And once on the other side, he was range one of something. Because this barrel roll he did with the pattern analyzer action. Yeah. So then he was range one of something when he actually executed his maneuver, mm-hmm. dumped his stress, and took a freaking target lock. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Was he range one of something when he actually yeah, yeah. maneuver? No, but the thing is that the pattern analyzer happens before the, uh, yeah. the maneuver is fully executed. Yeah. So you can set the stress and then take a focus. Or, we've, or, we've, uh, we've, I thought we've, we've spent fact way that. too much time talking about this in the past. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think they fact that that it shouldn't work. No, no, nope, they didn't. Hmm. Okay, it just works. It's just how this pilot is supposed to be. It's and it's okay. I mean, it's a biff, so so it's yeah. just a. Biff. It's just this one pilot. Yeah, because SSOs so, and then like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually not sure. No, I'm not sure anymore. Because the trigger for pattern analyzer is while you fully execute. No, it's while. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's not after you fully execute. It's while you fully while, execute. While, yeah. So that's before, after fully executing. Exactly. Okay. But anyway, it was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> and really, really stupid. Okay. Uh yeah. But uh, shall we get into the top eight, I think, since we only have one tournament and, I mean, Mm -hmm. it is cars and after all. Yep. So uh, if we start from the back here, well, Mm -hmm. the back, the top eight, uh, we have another, we can start with a resistance squad here. So Mm -hmm. we have uh, Brendan Morrissey, Mm -hmm. uh, who flew uh, two Red Squadron experts with Heroic, and one of them had the new R6D8 droid. Mm-hmm. That's the one that gives you a predator effect if anybody in your squad has bullseye on the enemy. Yep. Then uh, full devastation fin, optics, heroic, perceptive co-pilot, and Merle Carbon with automated target priority and intimidation, and Rose with crack shot at 200 points. Yeah. I'm just wondering why automated target, target priority? Yeah. I would also have taken that bit. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand it. But, I mean, he went... Refresh your memory. What what does that do again? Uh, It forces you to attack the closest target or a target in the closest range band. Yeah. But, so that's the downside. But the upside is that if you miss you put a calculate token on the card and then whenever you engage with that ship, you can move the calculate token onto the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I, I a... just, I, can I interrupt this program real quick? I just got a picture that I want to, I want to tell you guys about. I got somebody just sent me a picture on, on messenger and it is a picture. I'm looking at the backside of Fen and uh, probably Han. Uh, and then across the table, there is a Boba Fett. And this is not the important part, but the important part is that across the table is Cody. <gasps> Ooh. Nice. nice. 
Shout out and to Corey. Is the guy guy that's playing him Andre? Yeah. Oh, uh, I like it. Wait. So is that the long forgotten Icelandic player returned to X Wing 2.0 news? Correct. Uh, not Top 16 forgotten. worlds. Uh, only oh, Icelandic yeah. player ever ever to do that. So, yeah. Okay. He actually has gold and silver dice, which he actually won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to barter for it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yep. returning sorry. to Brendan. Yeah, uh, sorry. Then he had uh, two losses in Swiss uh, yeah. to one of the Republic players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them. Uh, and to a strange Imperial Bomber Swarm. But otherwise, he went all the way. And then in top eight, he was kicked out by Fan. Uh, I'm actually I, I, I'm amazed that he actually got to top 32 with four and two with this list because I would assume that yeah that MOV this, would, yeah would MOV be... would, wouldn't be really that good I mean yeah I, I'm just thinking had... I'm, I'm just thinking about like five A-wings yeah but you usually have the... to go five and one to reach cut with five A-wings yeah but he, but he actually he had uh, two huge wins when he mm-hmm. lost he lost very close right yeah. So by five points and by less than fifty points, forty-two mm-hmm. points, right? And then he had a two hundred to seventy-seven, a two hundred to forty-nine, mm. then a close game against uh, uh, even Paul with uh, with Wookies. Then he ha- then he did a two hundred to twenty-eight versus the uh, advanced sensors Rex LeBrath Brath and advanced sensors. Grand Inquisitor. Mm. This is the uh, you know the ninety-five point Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. So against he also has supernatural reflexes. Um, so against these two super aces, he only gave up twenty-eight points. That's uh, wow. impressive. Uh, yeah, so he is. had he had really good MOV. Uh-huh. Uh, he finished twenty-first in Swiss, but. Um, yeah, but I think he also got some. Or at least his opponents were not that lucky. He has quite a quite a low uh, strength of schedule, to mm-hmm. be fair. But still, but top eight, top eight. I top mean, eight is top eight in yeah, and the he biggest, had to, the, the biggest tournament had, of the year. Yeah, and he had to, I mean, win everything from top thirty-two. So yeah, great Respect job. Respect for that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also have, in the. Also in the top eight, yeah. uh, take it, Gisty. Yeah, Tim King, he was flying first order uh, with uh, five and one. So he was flying uh, Commander Malarus, Gideon Hask, and four Seda Squadron. Sur- no, two Seda Squadron survivors and two Seda Squadron pilots for 199 points. Uh, yeah, pretty basic. Basically, it's two SFs, two FOs, and two XYs. Malaris and Gideon. Yeah, and he went 5-1. His only loss in Swiss yep. was to uh, Timo Rabe. Yep. With Baba <laughs> Dengar, but otherwise he beat, you know, Droid Swarms and um, Imperial Aces. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
all kinds of things. Yeah. He actually beat two droid swarms. One of them was a bomber swarm. So really, yeah. really good. Took out uh, Catch in the top 16. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually lost to four A-wings. Yeah. Which we will get back to. Yep. Um, Ed, do you want to do the next one? Yeah. I really, really want to. Who's that? Steve Cotillo. Oh. Yep. He's flying rack on the Desmeter with swarm tactics, death troopers, admirals flown, agile gunner, hull upgrade, and dauntless at 106 points. And the uh, escort pilots are the Alpha Squadron pilots and the TIE interceptors at 31 points apiece, totaling 199. All right. That's uh yeah. Sloan that... rack with tr- death troopers as well. I mean that's just it's just nasty. I saw I saw uh, I saw one one of his games. It was a. Mm. Uh, it was pretty nasty mm. stuff. Yeah. Mm. Okay, he won a race easy tally list in first game. Boba Denker Proton. No, Boba Denker list. Uh, oh, he played Stefan. Oh, yeah. And won. Aww. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Boba Guri lists. He won. Han with Jake. He lost two. Won against Lando, Wolfvaro, and Noralist. Won that game. And then. At top 32, he won against Holomuse, uh, Free Epsilon, and Rebus, Lieutenant Rebus. Won at top six at Techno Union Bomber, Bactoid Prototype, Techno Union, Trade Federation, and four Trade Federation drones. Yeah, notice the score in that game 200 0 win. 200 Actually, there's one thing that is very uh, um, saying on Steve's games here. He did not have a single game that went to time. Nope. Even his losses. Yeah. Wow. So just joust that shit. (laughs) Just joust that shit, exactly. Mm. Uh And then finally lost against uh, Charlie, who ended up Winning the whole thing with his spoiler fair... alert. Spoiler alert. Uh oh. Yeah. And his five dorsal turrets aggressors. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Hakan, do you want to do the last uh, topic? Sure. So it was uh, Ernestas Ramanovskas, uh, who was. And who oh, brought uh, spoken like a champ? Yeah, I was thinking about whoa. <laughs> I actually well done, wasn't. I, I wasn't listening to anything that Aid said the whole time. I was just in my mind going through how do I pronounce Ramanaskas. this? Ramanaskas. <laughs> yeah, nice. easy enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he was. Uh, he had Boba uh, with mild proximity mines, 
Hall of Grade and the Slave One title at 114 points. And then he brought Captain Nim. What? Yes. Who so, is actually just scary. Yeah. Expert yeah. handling, Iron Cannon Turret, Dengar, Seismic Charges, Proton Bombs, Hall Upgrade, Havoc title, and Trajectory Simulator. Yeah. At, at, a, at a whopping, but still looking at all of the upgrades, it seems like it's not much 80 points. So he brought a six-point bid. Hmm. Uh, yeah, interesting. I, I, he was he was really really uh, his MOE was was quite good. He was you know his first game he went two hundred zero, second game two hundred forty, third game uh, was a little bit closer one forty six one thirty seven. That was against uh, Seer and and um, and uh, a lot of uh, yeah six drones. Yeah, six drones. Um, then he lost. Uh, then he lost to uh, Brendan Osman. Um, Shout out to Brendan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, then won two hundred forty uh, in his last game. Um, so he, his MOE was was quite impressive, I would imagine. Uh, then, uh, or that was his last game should have been against uh, a couple of IG eighty eights, but it, I don't know. I wonder if it was a forfeit. Because it says zero zero on it. Mm. Yeah, well, alternatively, they just didn't denote the uh, one hundred one hundred correctly. Mm. Ah. Uh, so, it, it, I mean, it's feasible that two IGs and this squad just never engaged, and it was final salvo six versus six dice. I don't know. Could be. Could be. Maybe you had to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but, yeah. Uh, but they both played in the cut. The next day, it could also be that oh. uh, that the guy Vinesh that he forfeited because he had won all his games. It mm. could be. It could be. Anyway, top thirty-two. Uh, he, 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 played... he was he was five zero at that point. Okay. No, he Sorry. wasn't. He was four zero, four one, and then he lost, but he still got into the cut. Okay. Sorry. Yep, no problem. So uh, his top 32 game was against uh, Mark Groberg, who had uh, four Kashyyyk defenders and AP5. He won that game. Uh, top 16 match, which he won, was against Neil Foss, uh, who had uh, a, uh, a a Sikh, um, Sikh Fang swarm, so four yeah. Sikhs and, and, uh, and a couple of Fangs. Uh, and then he lost out to Marcel Marzano. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna, be... and I'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> no, no, never mind. <laughs> okay, but let's get into uh, Marcel's list then. Uh, Marcel Manzano of the Gold Squadron fame, mm -hmm. um, in the top four, um, flying four A wings. Uh, not quite the four A wings we built with with Ollie last week, but uh, no. somewhere like that. So. Uh, three of the fives, CC, Tali, and Septon, all with starboard slash heroic proton rockets and advanced optics. And then Merle Coben with intimidation and optics and a 12-point bid. Yeah. Um, and I think there's been a lot of confusion about what that bid is for. My personal thought was that it was to make sure that you move after Bobas, which yeah. I thought would I mean, I don't know if it turned out to be a good meta call, but I think it would sound like a good meta call ahead of time. I mean, he did knock out a Boba 
uh, nim list in top top eight. No top yeah, yeah in top true, eight. So true. Yeah. Yeah, and Boba Dengar in top thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I'm 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 still looking at this list though. I would probably put six points on Crackshot on all the i5s though. Yeah, and it would actually only be three points because you would have to get rid of the starboard. Oh yeah, true, true. Um, true. And I think yeah. I would I would put a crack shot on Merle as well. Well, Merle only no. has one talent oh. slot, and he has intimidation. So. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Marcel uh, had a really good result here, sixteenth uh, in Swiss. Uh, he lost only a single game, assumingly, in the first, uh, in day one. And that was to an eventual top 32 player. Uh, Hollow Muse, Rebus, Free Cadets. I think we heard of Kester Smith before. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he just ran the tables uh, all the way to top four, yeah. where he, he eventually lost to Fan. So... Uh, Gisli, can you tell us about uh, Nicholas Tobin and what he brought? Yeah, so Nicholas Tobin, actually a guy I've played against at Last Worlds, great guy. Uh, he was flying the same list, the exact same list. How as, funny, uh, I wonder if they know each other. Yeah, they're both from Chicago. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, uh, so... Let me see. Let me find it. Uh, yeah. First game, he went against the Grievous, Grievous and uh, and Box. Won that game. Then against Papa Nim, he went against uh, Andreas, top sixteen, Papa Nim, and won that one as well. But then lost against Kylo Blackout, uh, Senior. One a mate, uh, one wreck, hollow, scorts, reverse, epsilon. 200 0. 200 0, yeah. And the close win against uh, Michelle Rapp was flying Lando, Bufaro, and Nora. Oh, that's something, hey, that's something for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was admiring it, yes. <laughs> this is screams, hey, okay. Then he went against Philip Vukic with uh, Ferov and Sinner Dorsal Swarm. Basically, Sloan Swarm with Ferov and a bunch of aggressors. And then, then he made cut, right? Then he made cut, yeah. 5-1. Yeah. Then he flew against another Sloan Swarm. Same, same one. Exact same one. There were there's five of them. In, yeah, dif- uh, in different total. player, different yeah. player. One one bat. Uh, top sixteen. Kylo and four epsilon squadron cadets with automated target priority. Okay. okay. Oh, look at that ion torpedo on that Kylo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That is it, pretty cool. It was yeah. very, very close. It was a, a, like 147 to 140 game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he won Tim King, which we talked about earlier, which was flying the Malorus, Gideon Hasks, and Seda Swarm. 
and then he lost against the eventual winner and I'm not going to spoil anything there in the top I already did you already did so essentially third time against Sloan was one time too many yeah Um, great job man great job great job and uh, I mean he yeah he just he actually qualified with uh, a republic list so uh, Mm -hmm. extra respects yeah uh, I mean, he, he 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 has been flying Republic a lot. I know that. That's his main thing. I think. I think he. I think he mentioned that to me. Dwells. He was flying Republic at Wells as well. Ray, Poe, and Greer, and he absolutely destroyed me there. Yeah, and he is uh, he is a very good player. I mean, mm-hmm. he made uh, top four in the U.S. Grants in November last year. Mm-hmm. He made top 64 at Worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made uh, top 16 at another US grant uh, in August. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, so, in general, very, very good player. Um, Also at the original Coruscant, so he was also good in 1.0. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I say original Coruscant, I mean the the original uh, 2.0 Coruscant. Yep. Yep. Where, where all the invites came from 1.0. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Ed, do you want to do the, the <coughs> finalist, the runner-up? Sure. Uh, is a relatively unknown player, Fan Langalam. Yeah. Some noob, some noob. Yeah, I think Although I recall... you probably never heard of him. His no. alt page is quite long for some reason. You know, um, yeah, scrolling through that gives me a headache. In any case, uh, he uh, adapted to the point changes and changed his Nantex six Nantex down to Stalgation High Guards and had five of them with Crackshot instead of the Petronakis. So, and added a Techno Union Bomber and uh, breaking even at uh, 200 points. Yeah. So I think this is interesting. I, we, we discussed this mm-hmm. a little bit on the last episode. And, uh, yeah. you know, so it's quite, I, I, I enjoyed seeing uh, a, an early adaptation already. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Enjoy in a in a and of course very loose term, but still, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, of course. I mean, it just shows, although, in the hands of Fawn, who's obviously an obviously an exceptional player, yep. uh, the Nantex are still competitive. You know, going all the way to the final table, even after the points increase. So that's. Well, uh, to be fair, are are the Nantexes competitive, or or is it just the hyena, a... or it might be just the hyena class droid bar? <laughs> I not... think I think they are competitive, but yeah, they're they are. They're not. They're not oppressive. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those are are those the only uh, Nantexes in the top thirty-two? 
Yeah, they're the only one that make cut. I think there's one more list that has a substantial amount of Nantexes in it in the entire uh, in the entire tournament. So, ah. to be honest, we don't know whether yeah, they're still good. Yeah, yeah. Whether they're still generally good, we know that they have a ceiling that is high enough. I think, mm-hmm. I think yeah. Van has shown us that. But whether where their floor is, uh, yeah. in a squad like this, yeah. we have no idea. Because I think a floor in a squad like this is really, really low as well. I mean, it's not the same thing when you're doing this thing at I3 instead of I4. Uh, yeah. It's uh, not. It, it's not. It's different. I mean... I agree, our... it's, I agree it's different, but I think most of the difference comes from if, if the original Nantex problem had been an I3 problem, then the problem would never have gotten so out of hand because there would have been a lot of I4s out there that could counter it. But in a normal meta, we don't see a lot of I4 anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But there's also a substantial difference in the talent slots because the I3 only has one talent slot, whereas the I4 has two. Yeah, I actually think that the the most important part is that he had to go to I3 and he still didn't have a bit. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, he could have, I mean, he yeah. could load it with crash shot and you know, oh, maybe not. He only has one talent, yeah. He could have bought something that was cheaper than the bomber, essentially, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then it would just have died, right? And he sure. would have given mm-hmm. up easy points, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I actually kind of oh. like the bomber in that as the sixth chip. I think it's a kind of a meme shit there, but whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, have you look, look at the thing style. It's like a hyper maneuverable uh, torrent. Um, well, at least more maneuverable than a torrent. Um, and it still has five hold and two agility. But look at this. Uh, look at this MOV. It's really, really low. Like he has super close wins, and then he loses two hundred O against to an, uh, to, to an ace list. To an ace yeah. list. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll just go over the whole thing. No, yeah. do it. His first game was against Rampage uh, and Seven Sister, Fifth Brother, and Major Vermeil, with various upgrades on, and I'm not going to go through them all. Uh, it's a hundred twenty-four, hundred thirteen win, so close. Uh, second game was against Nianam. Uh Yeah, okay, with backwards tail slide, overdrive thrusters, and pattern analyzer. That's funny. Yeah, that's the one. That's yeah, Kalen Pritchard. That's the one who did the move on stream. Oh, nice. He's a uh, he's actually famous now. Uh, and uh, yeah, Nian and Zizi Tlo, Sefton Wanik, and Tali, and that's an eighty-eight sixty-six win. So close game. Uh, then against uh, Timo Herzl, uh, Whisper Vader Suntir, O two hundred loss. Yeah. O two hundred loss. Yeah. Timo there table final angle. All right. No, but I I think it's reasonable. I mean, if you uh, with your higher initiative, if you kill two like off the bat. Like mm-hmm. very very early, you get you really get lucky with the dice in the first engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like okay, now you you have your four totally inferior ship against my three punchy agents. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Love Team right. Squad, by the way. Yeah. Good to yeah. see Duke back on Whisper. Ew. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, fourth game was against Boba Iman, so double fire spray. And uh, Iman obviously had the untrusted concussion and seismic charges. And Boba is more. Protons, they want uh, water. Okay, 137, 119 win. Close again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's John Witherspoon, Zealous Recruit, and also uh, uh, Fang, and uh, an M3 spam. Yeah. And that's a 279 win. So that's not close. That's his biggest win. Yeah. And Desmond Lau in the sixth game, that is seven cartel spacers with various cannons, uh, heavy laser cannons, two of them, and then five tractor beams. All right, 84-60 win. So you're right, that's pretty, pretty... Yeah, but then once he begins, when he, when he makes the cut and should mm-hmm. be facing harder opponents, he begins to win more. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. right. So he beats yeah. he beats uh, Forkashik and AP five, mm-hmm. uh, almost doubling the score of his opponent. Then he beats Bob and Nim again, almost doubling the score of his opponent. Then he beats Brendan uh, with the two Red Squadron Finn, Merle, and Rose we talked about earlier, two hundred to thirty six. Uh, yeah. That game was also streamed, uh, and it was the slaughter fest. Yeah, and then he beats Marcel, and the score is not correct here. By the no, way, obviously it's one zero. One zero. It was. Uh, yeah, that was not the top four game that was streamed, and then he loses extremely close. In the end. Yeah. By three points. I would go so far as to say that if Van had, uh, if they they were both at two hundred in the final, mm-hmm. and Van ended up as first player. Right. Which means that uh, Captain Faroff from Charlie's side became an ace. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually meaningful when you have ailerons. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually his first Sloan Swarm in this uh, tournament. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, the, the Nantexes really don't like stress, so... Yeah, but he flew against a bit of everything except. Oh yeah. Yeah, there are swarms here. There's aces here. There's beef here. Yeah. So there's uh, sort of two big ships, Bob and M things. Bob and M, Bob and Iman. So yeah. he's been through it all. I mean, it's an amazing achievement, I think, um, to get that far. And I mean, Fan's uh, tournament record is impressive. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah. if we just look at, let's say, let's take 19, right? So mm-hmm. uh, he did uh, top eight in Malmer in the system open there. Mm-hmm. Then he did top 32 in the UK grants, the UK nationals. 16 in the Italian system open, top 16. He won Madrid. Mm-hmm. Um, he got top eight in the grand championship in Belgium. Top 128 in Worlds, and then lately here in the Galactic uh, qualifiers, he won two of them mm-hmm. with with the six Nantex, 
and made a top 32 with Vader, Sunshir, Inquisitor. So, yeah. I gotta mention that system open Malmo because if you look at his MOV there, he went 6 0 there. 1921, but he only came second. Shut up! Who was, ahead of, who was there ahead of him? Some scrub that didn't win the tournament, I think. <laughs> Can it be? Let, let's see. Let's see. Where Some team killer that didn't even manage to get the prize. That didn't even win. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, no, you would have won. You would have yeah, won that. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I would have outbeefed, uh, outbeefed uh, Nicholas. Yeah, yeah. So, so Kisti, how does it feel to be five MOV away from the super magical 2000 MOV in a tournament like this? Oh, if only that one guy hadn't halved one of my Sigmas. <laughs> yeah, well. Was that the one player that didn't joust you? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um. Oh, God. Um... But Fan also actually had a respectable high um, strength of schedule. Uh, Fan is a phenomenal player. I played him at Worlds. So lost, lost very convincingly to him. I, I played yeah. my part very well, uh, and so, <laughs> so, and uh, and we had a, a, a great discussion around the game in my list afterwards. It was it was really good. He's 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 a great guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, a, he's, yeah, a, he's yeah. a he's a good guy. Yeah. Sure. I played him with just a casual game after we both dropped out at a top eight at the Mama. And he was, yeah, yeah, he was, he's a good guy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. He, he was also on our show once. <laughs> yeah. We had him on our show. right over to Worlds. Yeah. Where oh, we yeah. talked that about... That was fun. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Where we talked about what... FFG was announcing, and we were yeah. like, it's it definitely, definitely not, not 2.0. As they were announcing 2.0. Oh, that was so yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not time yet. I remember saying. <laughs> you guys had it all figured out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were thinking oh, about, ah, it's probably Han, you know, <laughs> the new Han, or something like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, glorious. It was glorious. Anyway, should we wrap this yeah. up? Let's uh, oh, yeah. let's, let's do the head honcho. Uh, okay. 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 So as Ayit has already spoiled, thank you, Ayit. Aww. Aww. The winner uh, was. Okay, I'm gonna have hard. I'm gonna have a hard time with the last name here. I'm gonna say so. It's Charlie, and I'm gonna say, Plot. I think it's Clute, but I'm not Clute. sure. Clute. He's from uh, South. So he's South African, right? Yes. Okay. And uh, Charlie Chote. Yep. Yep. He uh, brought to the table Captain Fairoff uh, with Admiral Sloan, Hull Upgrade, and Ruthless. And then one, two, three, four, five CNR specialists, all with dorsal turrets. Came in at a whopping 200 points. So no bid, but then again, the CNR specialists are initiative twos. So not that he. Was going to do much with it anyway. Um, so should we go over his tournament a little bit, maybe? Just yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Highlights. So um, 
did a reasonably good job uh, in Swiss. He went <laughs> six and zero. Oh. I guess he went okay. <laughs> no, no, no. He went five one. Five one. Five one. I reasonable. Yeah, it's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, he he was. Uh, yeah, he was, but he only came in at like fifteen in a Swiss, you know. So. Yeah, only. Only. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Only. <laughs> okay, but then uh, moving on. So, uh, top thirty-twos. He um, he uh, played uh, uh, Kenneth Leon uh, with uh, Holo and uh, three CNR Jameson engineers. Uh, top sixteen. It was Mike. Maui Thompson uh, with uh, five A's and top eight, Steve Cutillo with, uh, yeah, so we talked about that list earlier, who uh, he knocked him out of the top eight. Just, and the then he knocked rack, Nicholas Tobin. Yeah, 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 and interceptors. So uh, top four was Nicholas Tobin with uh, four A's and then uh, the final game, he beat Van Langelan. Uh, but that was a, you know, a very close game, of course. Yeah. So, congratulations, yeah. Charlie. Good job. Coruscant champion. champion. I mean, that's a huge achievement. It's the, high, it's the highest achievement you can get in these times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, very, very good. Very well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well done. So, yep. uh, so you imagine think... that he was flying aggressors. Yeah. Yeah. But aggressors are the new bad, right? It's the new oppressive things. Well, well, he, well to, I'm, I'll say it. I'll say it. has been talking about aggressors for a long time now. But did he have we played them? No, but he's been talking about them. <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh, this is not what I was going to say. Oh. I was going to say, because, Jan, you mentioned aggressors being oppressive. I wouldn't say the aggressors are the oppressive part in this list. That's most definitely Admiral Sloan. Mm. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it is. It is. I, I, I agree to a certain extent. I mean, if you have five double arced ships, uh, then it's going to go okay for you. I mean, that sure. is a lot of arc coverage. Uh, of course, Sloan is fantastic. I love Sloan. I flew Sloan in my first 2.0 days mm -hmm. uh, and did quite well with it. Made my first cut with Sloan. So, I mean, I love Sloan. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, let's just say, look at it another way. I mean, Ferref with five aggressors is a very, very good list. And it's very complete. I mean, every single upgrade in that list, you look at it and say, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The hull upgrade makes makes him live longer. Uh, mm -hmm. Faroff himself as the Sloan carrier is perfect for it if you want to go with the Reaper, and you probably mm -hmm. do because that's the cheapest carrier you can get. Yeah. And Ruthless, well, it's great. I mean, just make those uh, aggressors easier to kill because your opponent is probably not going to kill them, and if he does, then you're winning. Mm -hmm. So, but there were five of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that is not a statistically significant number, perhaps, but it's it's a decent number. And they averaged out at an average performance of 84.5%. Yeah. 
So that essentially means that on average, they made somewhere between top 32 and top 60. Mm-hmm. That is like the height of what we saw with spam text in the early uh, and about the same numbers, right? In sort of um, Galaxy's qualifier number two. So, I mean, were the well, for... or spam text the heroes all along? They were just keeping the OP aggressors down? Well, I mean, there was an article about that uh, that was yeah. released yesterday, right? And, 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 and... And we did talk about that as well. Mm-hmm. We on, did on, on the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. If Nintex went, what what would come back or rise up, basically? And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that's interesting because I don't think that when we talked about you know, okay, what's going to happen at Carson? I don't think aggressors were very high on, high on our list. They perhaps should have been. But there's a lot of things that didn't happen at Coruscant, such as we didn't see... Actually, we didn't see a lot of Wookiees. There were only five of them there, and they didn't do yeah. very well. Two, oh, of them made, two of them two of them made top 32, but, they, but none of them went further than that. Yeah, and it was like... Yeah, 59.6. It's actually okay uh, mm-hmm. for squad. Then there were the whole sort of Malorous swarm. Mm-hmm. There were only three of those sort of real Malorous swarms. And they made 31.3. We have, I think, one Malorous in... We had one in top eight, and I don't think we have any more in top 32. And that's sort of the double C version, whether you have two Cs, two yeah. SFs, and two FOs. Mm-hmm. Um, hollow and Free Silencers, four of those did really well, 78% average. And then we had Free Bob and Nims, at 71% average. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very. So here's a question. So we, we have this this winning list here. We have, you know, the Tyree Perrette and then five aggressors. This could well have been seven aggressors. Yeah. Would we be having a different conversation if it had been seven aggressors? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We would then we wouldn't be discussing whether the aggressor or Sloan was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, for one, but to, you know, but to be that, fair, that, I'm, that I, wasn't I, the I, point, Jan, though. <laughs> you do realize I, that. <laughs> I don't think this list is a problem yet. I mean, he won this tournament, fine. But looking at one tournament isn't really substantial. No, no I think what but uh, I would have liked to know the score of that top four game he had that was mm-hmm. non-stream um, mm-hmm. because I would have oh was it on stream? Perhaps it actually it was on stream. That was the stream game. Okay. Um, because I would have expected that four A-wings with three of them carrying proton rockets would have been able, able to just zoom in and nuke Sloan off the board. Yeah. yeah, but they zoomed in and shot the uh, aggressors then, instead. They, they zoomed straight into the arcs of the aggressors and were cheated because Sloan went in another direction. So that was just good playing or, or bad playing, depending on which player you're looking at, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Was that Marcel? 
No, no, it was, no, uh, the other one. It was Nicholas. the other one, Nicholas. Yeah, was okay, yeah. Uh, okay. At the same Marcel time, got knocked out by Fan. Okay. Yeah, and that was happening at the same time. Marcel was getting beaten by Fan. Yeah. But with that being said, perhaps the real story of the meta here is that we had two five A's and two four A squads in the top thirty-two. Yeah, and two and and the exact one. Wait, wait, no, am I wrong? Was it the? Was it? It was both of the same. Wait, sorry. The four A's are identical. Uh, yeah, so it was both the four A's. A lists that went into the top four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, can you if if these two top four games have gone the other way and we would have had a four A versus four A final, can you imagine mm-hmm. the outcry? Oh, that would have been that would have been really really weird. But would the, would there, would there have been an outcry based on one tournament? I'm not sure. Uh, you again. know X-wing players? Ah, yes. we've seen we've seen it <laughs> no, before. No, I would I would rather say, do you know the internet? I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think X-wing play. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking. I I have faith. No. I don't think I don't think that any of this that we're seeing now is going to should be causing an outcry. I mean, this is this is new no. territory after a points change. This is one tournament. This is kind of a reset. And uh, yeah, and the really funny thing is that. It's not just a little bit of a reset because in two weeks we're gonna get new points again. Right. Yeah, it's all new points. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's it's clear that FFD wanted to give us this one, so they do know that uh, you know that Carson was happening because otherwise they wouldn't have bothered with yeah. one, exactly. month, one yeah. month or less with the uh, with the uh, buck oppression. I mean, it didn't matter in the big grand picture. Right. Uh, I'm glad it did because I think Coruscant would have been a bug-infested hellhole, mm-hmm. um, filled with bugs and dashes and heras and jakes and wedges and yeah, oh, and some and some and some bo- uh, boba busks, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, but I'm actually surprised we didn't see. I mean. We didn't see any Bobas past what top sixteen or something. What is the best Boba? Uh, top sixteen here. Top eight. Top, yeah, Boba Nim. That that. Yeah, top eight. Top yeah, eight. What, yeah, one Boba Nim in top eight. One Boba Nim in top sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Right. And so, then one other in top thirty-two. Boba Denka. Yeah. So three Bobas make cut. Mm-hmm. That's not normal Boba territory. That is that is pretty good though. Just I mean, there two were Boba Nims. Boba's present. Yeah, uh, Anders Tolman was playing Boba Nim as well. He made it to top sixteen. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting. And uh, yeah, it's also interesting. Uh, do do we have? Do you have the? Uh, Average uh, pilot. Yeah, we do. Count in the in the tournament. Uh, what do you mean? I mean uh, average average ships in the list. Uh, we have them by faction at least. Mm-hmm. If you click right. the the tournament. Four two three five four six three seven three eight five seven four. Four two. Oh yeah, down at the bottom, four point two. Yeah. yeah. 
that is uh, still slightly higher, but that is expected. I think last time I did an article, I actually haven't bothered to do an article for Wave 6 because Wave 6 was weird. Um, so, but for I think last time for Wave 5, it was 3.9. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it has certainly gone up. Uh, and we've seen that. I actually think this perhaps is, is even a little bit lower than uh, a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I mean, most popular pilot, FO, 47 of those, 42 spacers, 33 vultures, 25 aggressors. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah, but oh. I wanna I wanna mention the A wings a little bit because obviously I'm biased. Obviously, I, mean, I love the I I, I love the A wings, but do you guys think the A wings themselves are unfair? No, I think they're slightly undercosted. To be honest, yeah, but not by I'm much. Not, I'm not sure. Uh, Merle is definitely one point too cheap. I mean, he shouldn't be the same as a full squadron. Definitely. I don't think he's one point too cheap. I think he's like two or three points too cheap. I'm not so sure because his ability isn't that really, isn't that great. Yeah, but that's an ability. Uh, yeah, I think I think any ship that with a simple, I mean, it didn't take you know a, a giant brainwave to equip intimidation on him. No. Uh, so essentially, I think you should be looking at it like it's a 35-point ship that if it blocks somebody, they lose two agility. Mm-hmm. And and I think when I look at it from and and it's a, a ship that is very capable of blocking somebody. It is I1. Mm-hmm. It has a fantastic dial. It has double reposition. Yeah. So I think if you just look at it like that, then for that alone, it should be more than 35 points, and it's not just 36. It is 37 or 38, but okay. we're splitting hairs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on the other hand, I think there may be some of the other A-Wings that are a bit too expensive, but I think 5A is I think it's interesting, and I think it's super cool that that we have 4A. I like these uh, Proton Rocket A's. It is, it is actually really good. And I love how Tally's ability suddenly becomes almost offensive because you can sort of say, okay, I'll joust you. I'll have an extra die mm-hmm. while I line up my proton rockets. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's I, always been the case with Tally, though. But I mean, yeah. yeah or at least nobody, the way I've played nobody, nobody put proton rockets on them before. Do you think if you had built 4A before uh, uh, the Heroes of Hope came out, don't you think it would have been... I mean, perhaps not as good because you wouldn't have Merle. But or the or the third. You wouldn't have another cheap A. I. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm just talking about the, the, the offensive ability on Tali. I mean, basically, what's been good about her is that you can convert her into an X-wing pretty much any time you want to, only with more. No, agility. no, that that's Lulu. No. Oh, that's Lulu. Oh, no, I'm confusing things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Tally is the one that gives you uh, an extra green dice once per round. If you're in her bullseye, yeah, yeah. That is in her bullseye attacks. Yeah. 
Right. Okay. Uh, and and so Lolo how, is how, expensive and not worth it, basically. Mm-hmm. And how many points it was it the mural thing? He's thirty-two. No, with uh, with uh, upgrade that he had. Oh, with with the upgrades, he's thirty-nine. Mm-hmm. But they also have a twelve-point bid. Yeah, but I, I kind of, uh, I, I'm always uh, every now and then. I try to look at the Zs and uh, to make them work in a list. It never happens, but you know the most expensive Z ninety five headhunter is Aaron at thirty six points. That ship is thirty two points. Yeah, but Aaron has uh, uh, engagement time coordinate. Yes. Yes, yes. and and the faction that. Aaron Kraken it has like 170 ships and 730 pilots. Yeah, yeah. Resistance yeah, has but... basically nothing. Again, we can't compare pricing within factions, you know, between uh, factions. Uh, I think no, we, no, we, no. We, we've oh, tried we, this so many times before. It's yeah, just, it's we, not. We, no, no. I mean, and to some degree, right? But to some degree, I mean, I'm not talking about, oh, he's a point cheaper. Oh, it's unfair. He's like four points cheaper and it's infinitely better chassis i infinitely. think yeah i think you should ask yourself whether uh merle or abel i mean they're much more comparable yeah. abel, abel is one point more expensive uh it's not really a feature that abel gets to be eye free he can attack at range zero mm-hmm. but um yeah I think, uh, but it, I mean, I, at least he should be more expensive. And there are perhaps a few of the other toys that should be as well. I'm not sure. I think it was a mistake to put proton rockets down. Um, yeah, I, the, I, I absolutely agree. Proton rockets are, are too cheap. They are. But, I mean, but when it, being what it is, I still think that, um, you know, 4A, it is, it is doable. Right, you can fight it. It's not. It, it's. Yeah. It's I not mean, like also because these these four A's, if they want to win, and they want to show that it's better to be four than be five A, mm-hmm. then they actually have to fly straight at the enemy at some point to shoot exactly. those proton rockets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think three, four, so it's two points more expensive. And but, I mean, uh, I know all too well they just they can die in a single shot. That's a thing. Yeah, and that's what less so than any other three agility ship. Okay, Uh, I do need to make a note to uh, the editor to add a link to the show notes. Yep. Uh, So, because it's quite relevant for what we're talking about here, with how what should they be doing in the next points update? Because let's say we don't know. Uh, But uh, on the stay on the leader block. Uh, he made a post here. It is yesterday when we were recording, Thursday. Yep. Uh, and he wrote a blog under the topic of there's too many of them, why generic efficiency has gone too far. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a really, really interesting blog. And personally, I agree with almost all of, of what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is... 
I mean, he is a bit drastic, but he essentially comes to a point where he says that I would increase the following ship's cheapest generic pilots by one point. Vultures, hyenas, sticks, fireballs, aggressors, bombers, tie bombers, advanced VV-1, FOs, Orsotucks, and T-70s. Mm-hmm. And I don't know which one of these I can actually agree uh, disagree with. Maybe the fireball. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about the T-70. Because they're a, a bit expensive. No, they're yeah, actually, they're actually I think not they're that just, expensive. No, I, I, I think they are actually fair. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to bump them. I wouldn't want to bump them. So what you're saying is that on a blue squadron rookie, if we compare that directly, he's I one, right? The lowest mm-hmm. one, or yeah. is he I two? I one. I one. So his his comparison in rebels is the um, the cavern angel. Yeah, at thirty nine. At thirty nine. So. For three more points, you get a shield, a slightly better dial. I think I have a few more blues, right? Uh, more blues? Yeah, 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 they have the one bank blue. Yeah, so you get a slightly better dial. You get access to the tech slot. Oh, no, the, the, the T-65 has a one blue. The T T seventy. Oh no, he also gets he, he gets three, three four blue. The T seventy gets the three four blue. Three four blue. Three straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, three straight. So okay. marginally better dial, access mm-hmm. to the tech slot, and as I said, an extra shield, mm-hmm. and in general, uh, heroic. Sure. Uh, you don't get that on the on the cheap ones, but you get that on the on the just the next level up. But essentially, even if my argument was for three points, you get a shield. Mm-hmm. And a shield upgrade would normally cost, what, five, six? Five, I think, right? Uh, a shield upgrade on those are six points. Six points. So mm-hmm. you get a three point discount and a tech slot, and boom, boom, boom. But you're then forced to take the shield upgrade, you can say. Mm-hmm. The only thing that really makes this fair is the fact that they are just over the 40 point mark, which means you can't fly five T70. Five T70s would be a huge problem. Mm-hmm. You also, instead of having barrel roll without closing your wings, you have boost. And for mm-hmm. some something like this, for a jousting ship, boost is much, much better. And you can still close your wings and do so, and even retain your dice, uh, your your extra red dice, if you get. Yeah, they uh, they have a better config. Yeah. Yeah. The bullseye claws in it. Where you... And it has a weapons hard point where you can put stuff. Instead okay. of being limited to torpedoes, you can also put a cannon or a missile. Mm-hmm. I think that that is a lot of value for free, and I think the only reason that it is not necessarily a problem is something about how what ships you have available and how they fit together so the points doesn't mm-hmm. really add up in a meaningful way 
which is why it's very difficult to compare points on ships between factions. Yeah. And we can have the same discussion between the Thai LN and the Thai FO, which is pretty much the same thing. Looking at the initiative one, uh, there's a three-point difference between them. Granted, there's there's not the, the breadth in the upgrade slots or the modification slots on the Thai FO. You only gain the tech slot, but you gain a shield, you gain a lock, you gain the segments loop. So and I mean, a, there's a, a yeah, significantly better two hard blues. Yeah, and and yeah. and and, 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 a, yeah, and, a, and, a, and a better die. But I mean, it's still only three points there between those yeah. two. So I mean, it. But it's we can have this debate. We did have this debate yeah. as well uh, in the early days of 2.0 when we were comparing yeah. the RZ2 mm-hmm. and to the RZ1. Uh, right. To the RZ1, mm-hmm. uh, and I think the bottom line hasn't changed. I think no. I think it's we we will come to the same conclusion that. That uh, sure, there's a difference, but it all comes down to what else is in the faction. Yeah, but I, I don't think I think it all comes down to the breakpoints, because um, the fact that you can have FOs and you can have exactly eight of them that in mm-hmm. this case makes the more expensive ship much much better than the cheaper one. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if I would go so far as to claim that if for for the rebels, if you weren't able to fit uh, five uh, uh, T65s. So if instead of 39 and 42, it was mm-hmm. 41 and 44, which it actually used to be not yeah. so long ago. Yeah. In that case, the T70 would seem obscenely cheap. So the only reason that you would ever be- bring uh, I1 or I2 Rebel X Wing is if you fly them as 5X. Mm. And it's just a matter of when the points sort of match up, and then you get these killer um, T70 squads, and they are really, really good. That extra, just that extra shield. Sure. Is this this is a very fair point and and uh, a nice way to look at it. But the underdog in all of these comparisons are not really seen, are not really played. It is true, and I think it's it's relevant also if you look at the list that I uh, iterated before from the block, then there are some of those that we see and some of those we don't. We don't really see that many generic fireballs, uh, only spammed. We don't see uh, that many T70s. So perhaps it's fine, but you could also look at it that way and say if you nerfed everything else on the list, then perhaps you would see those ships. And then they would... I mean, it's always like if you remove the biggest problem, then the second biggest problem becomes your biggest problem, right? So I don't know. But at least in general, I think most of the list is correct. You can argue back and forth. I could probably also, if I thought a little bit about it, add something to the list as a potential um, that I thought was too cheap. Did I just lose you guys? No, 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 no. I'm... We just lost the background noise from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. Um, okay, so, uh, but it's an excellent article, and I will strongly recommend everybody to read it. Uh, so I hope that uh, our dear editor will uh, remember to include it in the show notes. Um, there's actually a point there that I will save for later. Um, Oh, and there's a lot of people writing comments on this blog saying that you are right. 
Okay. Um... Do you think five cavern angel salads are good? No. I don't. But I don't think 5x is good. It's okay. But... I mean... They're... I don't know. Oh, okay. Just just an afterthought. I will what would you, try what would you put on, Yes. What would you put on them? I don't know. Uh, uh, probably with Deadman Switch. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe nothing. Just have a five point bid. Sure. Make the, I mean, make... five point bid on uh, the I1. You could no, put, but I mean. You could put dampeners on all of them. It's five points you won't lose. Exactly. It is That's the true. same five points. They, you won't get half on those five points. The problem is that they're 39, so they still give up 20 at half. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll probably put that in Schmitz, though. It's more fun. <laughs> so, uh, now, I, I, do you have anything? What would you like to see in the points change? I actually don't know. Because go up. No, no, I still, I still just want to see Papa lose his crew slot. Oh, I love that this is uh, being becoming popular, Gisli. No, I, I, I've always agreed with you there. But uh, um, yeah, I think Merle might get one or two points, but I, I actually don't know because this <coughs> is this is a new meta, basically. Because of yeah. the points uh, upgrade on the on the on the Nantexes. Yeah. So I mean, it it will be interesting. I mean, it could also be that they priced Merle this low because they intend to lower the I one, <laughs> which would be totally silly. But yeah, <laughs> I don't want the Fire Spirit to lose the crew slot. No, we're no, just not talking... the fire spray. Just, just boba. Just boba. Uh, uh, what I, okay. Well, we can do that. We could also just errata the uh, the slave one title. Oh, so back to the way it was actually printed when it came out originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's, there, I think there's another option that I am uh, almost willing to bet that they'll do. If you look at uh, the new uh, Slave One card that you mm-hmm. uh, that is in the Django thing, then you will notice that the title of the card, mm-hmm. first of all, it can be used on Scum, mm-hmm. but the title of the card is it's just Slave One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like uh, Lando's Millennium Falcon or Ray's Millennium Falcon. It's just mm-hmm. Slave One. Yeah, mm-hmm. I sure. am. And I think that that is a strong suggestion that when this thing comes out, they will tell us we are retiring the old Slave 1 card. Uh, if you have it, you can still use it, but pretend that it's this text over here. Yeah. I, I would still... I, I would still... Uh, yeah, I... It's not the change that I was talking about, though. Uh, although I do agree. I think this is you have a solid point there. I would like... For a similar thing as they did with uh, with the title, uh, the punishing one title. So I think that when you put a slave one title on Boba or on a fire spray, adding the gunner slot, you should lose the crew slot. 
Oh, the new the new slave one. Yeah, it, it, they're not going to be able to do it from here on out. But I, you know, I just think that would have been optimal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't think they're gonna. No, that's that's card like, that's card in a hard way. No, I, we, I'm, I'm we've talking, seen it done. I mean, they've done it, but yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, but I'm talking about uh, make an announcement that they're retiring card. I just yep. it's slave one, so that you just can't run two fire sprays with those incredible titles. Okay, but then at, let me ask you a very practical question. Right. When they are gonna write those uh, uh, pointless PDFs? Mm-hmm. How are they going to write it in a way where you know which one is which? Because for the pilots with the same name, you have a subtitle. Yeah. You don't have that on upgrade cards. So an upgrade card has to have a unique name in order to have a cost. So uh, unless they are say they either they have to go in one direction <laughs> or uh. they have to say they cost the same, that is another option. Or they have to go and say, well, it was a misprint. It should have said Django Slave 1. Please pretend it said that. And then mm-hmm. write Django Slave 1 on the card. Mm-hmm. No, it's probably just going to be uh, one is scum only. The other is... Uh, or is it scum only? No, they aren't. No, the, the scum title is scum only. Yeah. yeah. But the other one is scum no, The other one is separatist and scum. So mm-hmm. it'll be a different, <laughs> different PDF. Uh, no, no, because that means that it will go in the generic. Uh, no, it's not a generic. Everything that is multi-faction goes into the generic. No, no, no wait, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, no. it will. It, it will have to be both in the scum PDF and in the separatist PDF. And in the scum mm-hmm. PDF, you will also have to have the other slave one card. Yeah. So there has to be some distinction between them. And it can't be the name. Unless they say they come out and say sorry, we misprinted the name on these cards. But let's see. Right. I yeah, I think they'll. I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't agree with that. They're gonna just retire a card. I think they might price the original Slave One title card uh, out of existence. You know. Yeah, maybe. But let's uh, we'll see. In yeah. uh, about the time we uh, we mm-hmm. make the next episode, perhaps the day after, uh, we will mm-hmm. have points. So, um, shall we dig into our final topic? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> I have a giant soapbox. Yeah. And I want to stand on it, and it's big enough for everybody if you want to come up here. But. You, dra- you dragged me into this with you. Can, can <laughs> I, I, I see you coming willingly. Um, <laughs> it's like asking a guy on a diet if he wants a pizza. So <laughs> you're coming. <laughs> anyway, so I've had these little soapbox moments before, uh, particularly t- talking about people who think that FFG is, pri- is point- pointing for sales. Yeah. Uh, but that's not what I'm going to talk about this time. No. So... I just hear a lot of what I would call bad takes or easy takes. Um, and let's try to see if we can counter this with some facts. Uh, th- they are not all facts, these. Some of these are just arguments. But <clears throat> I'm just so, warming up my 
my internet mogul voice. Popular okay, internet mogul voice. voice. So, uh, <laughs> okay. So, do you want to make the first argument, Kisli? <laughs> should I should I use the voice or not? No, you shouldn't <laughs> use the voice too hard because we don't want to insult people, and it's no. a valid point to have. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. don't agree. No. Okay. So, first one, we need to price more things based on instances in lists. Yeah, so i.e. how many are there in a list? And we hear, you know, the latest thing that gets this is Crackshot. I think yeah. it's a bad take. I mean, if if I can add one damage, essentially make you take one damage, and that is worth two points, mm -hmm. then if I can add two damage, it's worth four. It is not multi multiplic multiplicative. <laughs> Hard word. It's not any more multiplicative than torpedoes, missiles, bombs, or spamming ships with free attack dice. And they just add damage to the list. Yeah, and also, I, I want to mention, uh, if you if you price it this way, and you have like three crack shots, which crack shot costs two points, which of them costs four, and which costs six? Is it just the first yeah. ship you kill with a crack yeah, shot? Or maybe, you're or you're maybe taking away all... two points? Yeah, it's, it's but just, I mean, I guess, I guess they all go, Yeah, I think they all go up in cost. That would be the only. Yeah, way to keep that, that would be the only way to do it. You would, you would, you would say so. If yeah. if you bring one, it costs one point. If each. you bring two, yeah. each yeah. yeah. If you bring two, each one costs two points. If yeah. you bring three, mm -hmm. they're all going to cost three points. Something like that. That would be the only practical way to do it. Yeah, I still don't yeah. like it. <laughs> no, so right. I'm I not think... arguing. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. To that no, point, I, yeah. no, you're not. No, no. So I think the solution for Crackshot, because I'm not disagreeing that Crackshot is limited. Uh, I've actually didn't write that in the show notes, but I totally agree with that. Limiting it to like two pips or one pip or yeah. three pips or whatever, that mm -hmm. would be great. Uh, you could also make it scaling based on uh, the gun you attach it to. So if you put it on a free dice gun, mm -hmm. because then, then it should be more expensive. Because mm -hmm. if you had range one, and you have a free die focused primary attack. Yeah. Then you are essentially doing the same damage as you would with a proton rocket. Yeah. If you're shooting, especially if you're shooting into a high agility defender. Mm -hmm. um, and that is crazy. And the difference in points is substantial, right? So you can scale it on red die. Scaling on red die is not something we've seen, but it makes all mm -hmm. kinds of sense. Trick shot, for instance, another great thing to scale on red die. Yeah, because the jump from two to three is smaller than the jump from three to four in a damage perspective, and from mm -hmm. four to five, even so, right? Um, and two, you can two. also, yeah, but just tangent is ending the um, the red dice primary thing here. You could also scale inversely things like torpedoes and cannons and missiles, so that if you already have a strong primary gun, mm -hmm. then bringing you know, like, if you have a free dice gun, then bringing a free dice concussion missile should be m cheaper than if you also essentially upgrade your gun from a two dice gun. I think. Makes anyway. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Duke is also here, right? Mm -hmm. um, and here Duke I was. Duke is really the only one that makes sense to make it uh, costs per for instance, in the list, because that I, is actually a multiplicative effect. Yeah, 
Yeah, it it is it it there it there is some sense there because once the first duke hits, the next one does more damage, and then you yeah. enter crackshot territory. Yeah, but mm. but but the third and the fourth they really do the same damage as number two. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so, you can look at it that way. True. Yeah. So so there, if you did it, then the first should cost one thing, and then everything beyond that should cost much more, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they bought it when they made the two card for two point two. You should have had a some some drawback or, or charge or something. Yeah, yeah. I limited. Yeah. Or limited again, limited. Yeah. Limited. So two but, pips or but something. I, I think what people are also forgetting is that there are a lot of effects that essentially does what Duke does, like hotshot gunner. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just which costs nine points, though. <laughs> okay, so so I mean, we 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 need to put that into perspective as well. Yeah, depending on what you put it on, right? And you mm. need to have and you need to have a gunner slot, which are substantially rarer than talent slots. Yeah, yeah, and bigger ships, more points invested in it. Okay, do go on. Yeah, yeah. So, but but I mean, how would you then? Would you then have to count the number of dukes and hotshot gunners and scale them? I mean, I don't know. No, no, so, no, no. I'm not saying. Oh, that. I get your point. You, you were talking about similar effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. and and I just think that it is a it's a bad way to go to start to base pricing on what else is in the list. It also mm -hmm. makes everything more complicated because mm -hmm. I can't just, you know, if I rip a ship out, then it's not just those points. It is also perhaps the rest of my points change, and mm -hmm. oh, it's annoying, and. You can go with a lot of other things. Like you can say that um, uh, tractor beams should cost more the more ships you have in the list, mm -hmm. because the more people will benefit from an enemy being tractored, right? Yeah. So again, I thought about it, and I actually think that scaling Duke on red dice makes a little bit of sense. Mm -hmm. uh, it also means you could keep Duke high for Phantoms and Defenders. Yeah. You could make it more affordable for the Naboo, where I really think it would be less of a problem, even though they get a free evade. Mm -hmm. And if you wanted to put it on a TIE Fighter or uh, a Torrent or something, then you can do that. Yeah. Either that. I, I don't know. Okay. Never mind. Or, or, or even better, just overwrite the pips on the card. And I think that would solve yeah. so many issues. Just mm -hmm. come out yeah. and say, we thought that we wanted pips on the cards, but we were wrong. Now we're going to put pips on the price list. Mm -hmm. So how many you can take is on the price list. Yeah. And then you limit Duke to two or to one. Mm -hmm. um, and you can start putting, you can also do it to ships. Like if you have a generic that you really want out there and you want it to be affordable, but you don't want it spammed, pivot. You know what? You, you know what? I, I yeah. You go first, Kisling. Uh, FFG should just stop printing cards. Just make make a good make a good app like a usable app okay you make your list there you print it out and take it away they could they could change the hard errata cards no problem they could yeah i'm not pips, i'm not whatever. i'm not i'm not sure the environment is going to like that I, I know it's arguable which is worse for the environment printing the cards or having everybody printing their list but but uh, somehow I feel that in the grander scheme of things and over time, it, it's, no, it's no, going to be worse uh, for the Ironman to, uh, to, to but, make but the cards. On everybody no, in yeah. physical tournaments, everybody's printing yeah. the list anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I know, I know. Two copies of your list. Yeah, but then, okay, anyway, it's it's going to have, of course, 
there, there are the constrictions. But I, I've actually, I, I know I'm a broken record. I've been saying we should have all talents unique for a while now. Uh, but I am actually, at this moment, I have reached a revelation that I want to share with you guys. We should not only have all talents unique, you know, as in one of each only. We should also remove talent slots from all of the named pilots. And we should have talent slots only on non-named pilots. Oh, God, no. It makes perfect sense. Because you already have yeah. a talent on all of the named pilots. They all have the printed ability on the card that's built into their, you know. Right. They already name. have a talent. They already have a talent. So what okay. do you need? And you, you're, you're, you're taking the generics and you're elevating them a little bit by giving them a unique thing. And it's truly unique to the list. You can't okay. scam it. But, so, but I fixed the game. All right. Let's do how, this. How can, how can, giving... May I just point out that... <laughs> the issues that have caused the previous two arguments about Crackshot and Duke would in no way be solved by that because we're talking Crackshot spammed on generics yeah. and we're talking Duke spammed on generics. No, he's talking about talents being unique as well, right? Yeah, you, every talent is unique, but apart from that also, you remove the talent slot from the aces or from the yeah, name but, parts. But that's not, that's, I don't think that's needed really. I think it's... Sure it is. Then I think I, it's a neat idea. Then I would rather fly a generic... I six then soon tier fell because I because I could actually think about myself what I wanted his talent to be instead of just having right. a fixed one. I think you I think don't have a generic at I six. No, no, I know no, that. But, you shouldn't. No, but I think that there are quite a few pilots who like if you look at for instance Blackout in the FO, he has an interesting pilot ability, but you probably get more value out of putting out maneuver out on him that you will ever get from his pilot ability. Yeah. So you just would fly even less blackout that you already don't do. Also, would you also <laughs> remove all the force slots on the force upgrades on everything that was not a generic force user? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. that's essentially the same thing, right? Then yeah. I don't know. I would do. I would. I would do that upgrade. too. No, but it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I mean, just. Take take the construct of what we currently know within the game out of the picture here. What kind of sense does it make that you know I, you and I, Jan, we meet at the table. I'm flying Suntir Feld, renowned pilot, you know, with his ability, and you're flying Suntir Feld, renowned pilot with his ability, and we have completely different talents on him, making them do completely different things. Okay, it so, makes uh, no let's, sense. Let's at all. just again revert to your argument here. So. I, Which part of it doesn't make don't sense? Don't outlogic me on this. No, no, no. Yeah. But the fact that there is a two identical Suntiers facing off of each other, <laughs> and there is a Suntier clone that is perfect, or does it somehow make that less believable if they don't have different talents? I, no. I don't know. I haven't thought this through. <laughs> I, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's uh, move along. I think we are we are nearing the end. Yeah. So, Kisley. Um, me again? You, you're yeah, just trying... you are on the soapbox. Okay, <laughs> I can be on the soapbox. I'll 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 do it. Then you can make the arguments. No, no. Uh, yeah. Well. Okay. 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 You so you, you actually wrote the argument, but that's just <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need to make insert card here initiative priced 
I mean, yes. we hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. So there are times that it, I I, I agree with it, though. Yeah, I do too. I think Predator is a perfect example of this. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, I agree to some extent, but I mean, I think that there are valid cases when it relates to repositioning. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody gives you a better boost, like uh, overdrive thrusters, totally mm -hmm. uh, that, right? Yeah. Uh, su supernatural uh, reflexes. Reflexes, yeah. totally that. No, yeah. no problem. But why not? Why not afterburners? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that afterburners should be more expensive at i6, but they could actually perhaps be cheaper lower down. I think it would be a problem, but hmm, they should probably, if they had some pips, it would be fine. Mm -hmm. Contraband cybernetics. Yeah. Also much more valuable at high initiative when you know whether you really need those actions or not. Mm -hmm. um, if you can regen in the activation phase, that is more valuable because you know whether you will get a good shot. You know if you can expect to be shot in return. And then you can decide, do I want plus one shield and weapons disabled? Do I want it for R2s? Do I want to use my action for R5s? Or do I really, you know, am I going to get a good shot here without being shot back? So I'll just regen next turn. Mm -hmm. Hot shot gun, a suppressive gun, a tractor beam, duke, jamming beam, mag pulse warheads. The yeah. earlier you shoot in the round, the better it is for these effects. Yeah. HLC, crack shot, predator, marksmanship, trick shot, proton rockets, outmaneuver, any turret. The later you move, the easier it is to set up the effect. And cargo shoots, if you move later, uh, it is much easier to set them up for the next system phase. Can I throw so one, after one thing upgrade. into this, though? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, regarding the the, uh, the torpedoes, pretty much everything you, you mentioned there is, is, I think, fine. I'm just wondering about the torpedoes, whether this that is a, a valid argument or not. I, I didn't say torpedoes. You did. You said proton torpedoes. No, I said proton rockets. Oh, rockets. They're, they're bullseye effects. Or yeah, that, rockets. That oh, yeah, okay. was, was bullseye. Ah, proton or, rockets, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay, okay, yeah. So it makes it easier to set up, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. and and so it's about um, half the generic upgrades that are more more worth more on a big ship. And I think that's fine. Uh, or at least it's, it's, it's okay to say that. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And then you have super, really borderline takes, like people who go for extreme maneuvers on Jedi. Mm -hmm. uh, nobody says it for Daredevil, which I think is really, really strange. But I guess, again, well, you get a slightly better boost. So if you have more game state knowledge, then you can utilize that slightly better boost slightly mm -hmm. more. Okay? I mean, you, yeah. you, you, do, you do pay a, 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 a cost for... each time you yeah. use it, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you're still, you know, when you pay, if you do like a Daredevil hard on an I-1, uh, I don't know anybody who ever would, but if you do, then you are paying the cost and you don't know if you get the benefit. But if no, you do it on an I-6, then you do know if you get the benefit. I, I, absolutely, I agree with that. But uh, but uh, I think what you are mentioning, the, this card, the Daredevil, is, is I think almost the only one in the entire mix that we've been, that you've thrown out now where the user of the card actually pays a premium each time that the card is used. So talk about Juke. There's no cost to you as the person who is triggering the, the, the Juke card or the crack shot. Oh, a lot, of, a lot of these has charges, so that is a cost. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's, not, that's, not, the, that's the cost within the frame of the cost of the card, though. That is not a cost within the game context, which 
Daredevil oh. is. You can say that tractor beam and jamming beam also has a cost. It costs you an attack that could otherwise have done damage. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so yeah, yeah, but, but and if Crackshot had no 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 charges, uh, compare those two. I mean, yeah, that's. Uh, but but you can, the, you can the, use use uh, Daredevil infinitely within a game, as long as it's the same number as. Yeah, uh, but, but uh, my it's... point my point was not Daredevil actually. My point was that people are screaming extreme maneuvers because now it's suddenly you. The cost you pay is a force instead mm-hmm. of a stress, and all of a sudden it has to be initiative scales, and that makes no sense other than mm-hmm. we do, we don't like Jedi. They need to pay for the sins of seven B regen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but look, um, I mean, the, the tricky part of this is that you're you, within some context, you're already paying some of this when when you decide that you're gonna you're gonna bring an I six or an I five to the exactly. table. Exactly, yeah. that is the secret. Yeah, every, almost every upgrade you can bring. Are better if you put them on a better ship. Exactly, what you're paying for. This is this is why this is why that you typically see high initiative ships have more upgrades than low initiative ships Mm -hmm. in general. You paid for that initiative when you bought the ship, and there might be some issue, some cases, and I'm not actually even sure, but it's probably fine to have initiative pricing on seven B or even CLT for the Easel Sprite, mm-hmm. it is probably okay to have it on something like Ensnare. Mm-hmm. But I think that you should look at initiative pricing as something that you sort of have to do in order to not break the game on high initiative or mm-hmm. completely make an upgrade useless on low initiative. Last chance resort yeah. on fixing things. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, things. and then finally, remember how many things that are actually better on low initiative. Like yeah. starboard slash, you mm-hmm. get it off more easily at I1. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. intimidation, a lot better on low initiative because you can move, take an action, and then they can bump you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only real solution, yeah. I think, if we want you know, fair pricing, and this is actually my, the crush of my argument here is that is to that you price every upgrade for every individual pilot <laughs> right yeah. and that's straight up silly because what are we going to do i mean we already see that with the points we have now something slips through and there's a little mistake and something happens that wasn't fought through right mm-hmm. nansex mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. that happens we mm-hmm. have uh, and I counted them. This is actually before Heroes of Hope and Brute. We have 682 cards that each needs to have a price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 400 yeah. pilots, 282 upgrades, and 27 of these upgrades are already variable costed. Yeah. So this means that when they did the last points update, not the emergency one, but the last, last real one, FFG had to decide eight hundred points values mm-hmm. and I mean how much more do you want to add to that because these points values are essentially where you find the game breakers that's what you do you find where FFG made a slight mistake or didn't mm-hmm. think it through mm-hmm. and that's how you build lists yeah. that you know does <laughs> six Nantex things so, so 200 on... upgrades on 400 ships is roughly 80,000 points 80,000 point variations. Yeah. 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 I mean, forget about getting a price, uh, a pricing change, you know, every six months, right? Or they would just be copy pasted and then they would fix 
things that yeah, were what's problem, the most broken. But they yeah. would have a they would have a base value like tractor beam is free on every ship except the Suk because it seems to be a problem. So it will be five on that ship. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I, of course, I it doesn't. It, does, it doesn't make any sense at all. But it's, yeah. So and then uh, uh, finally, I mean, I actually have to implement an engine that calculates points values for things. I don't want to do all your complexity. So, but that's myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I will step off the soapbox. It is free. If anybody else has something they need to shout you, about, you mean you slipped off. <laughs> no, it's a pretty valid point. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Aid, do you have a fun oh. fact for us? Or even just a fact? <laughs> yeah, it's probably nothing. But do you guys, I have a question. The Rebel Tie, oh, um, the attack shuttle, the sheath of the Class shuttle, Rebel Arc 170, the aggressor uh, assault fighter, escape craft, and the resistance transport pod. Do you know what these? Uh, I know. I know. Have in common? I know. I know. Have in common. The, yeah. yeah. Well, let, wait, 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 wait. Let, think on it a little bit. Let it. the rest of us think a little bit first. You'll yeah, get yeah. your answer first because you busted yeah. it first. Uh, hmm. What do they all have in common? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I know. Okay, wait. Jan? No, I don't know. All right. Wait, wait. maybe I do. Maybe? No, I okay. I don't, I don't, I don't. Okay. I don't know. Okay, we'll let uh, Gisli then chime in. There are no generic pilots. How come? Oh, that's probably... That's probably the right. But what was your what what did you think of? Well, I, I was more of a theory. I was just gonna say uh, that you know at some point these were all flown by uh, by what what is her name uh, the Mandalorian in the Rebels shows. Oh, oh that's it's actually pretty good it's as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sabine, yeah. Oh, nice. Ah, nice. no, she doesn't fly the aggressor. No, but then <laughs> but, right. but Gisley, you probably you probably have the right answer there. Uh, Jan, did you have anything? No, I think Gisley's right. Though. Yeah, Gisli is right. Woo-hoo! Are the ships in the entirety of X-wing that have no generic pilots? Mm-hmm. As I said Rebel Arc One Seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the uh, the other One Eighty One Seventy Arc has a generic, but and that makes the total uh, what like four ships in the Rebel faction, one, uh, two in the Scum faction and one in the resistance. The other factions have generics for all of their ships. Hmm. There That's you interesting. go. Sweet. And most of these come from the, the actual rebel cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, and they actually have the same group of pilots on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it... uh, Sabine and Seb and Heron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, not the rebel arc or the aggressor. Or the oh, escape craft. I said most. Or the escape craft, yeah. Or the transport pod. Yeah. So one, two, three. <laughs> so Not three of them. The so three. Level. So the, the three of class. three of them. Yeah, the first three are from mm-hmm. the rebel shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then the rest are not. 
So three okay. out of four. From one source, the well, the rebel cartoons have most most hits. Okay, better better wording. Yes. Okay. True. So was okay. that a boring fact? Fun fact. I think it was a fun fact actually. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was. I think Geesley's happy. He got something right. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. I'm so on your case, Kiesley. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's okay. I stopped recording like hour and a half ago. So. Yeah, exactly. You like you like uh, or like an, some some unknown person oh. just wanted you know. So, so you stop recording while it's still person. legal. <laughs> so Wait. you're saying you're saying my entire soapbox was for nothing. No, I'm just joking. I, I thought I thought uh, we said we weren't gonna uh, record the shows that actually Hakon made it down to. <laughs> oh, I must have missed the memo. It no, would no. probably be better for the listeners, but that's okay. <laughs> Anyways, shoutouts. Shoutouts. Guests go sure. first, so Hakon. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Shout out to Ayid for rallying me back into the game. Aww. Woo! Uh, and to Gisle for uh, introducing me to A-Wing Hell and it, to Linus. It, it wasn't um, Hell. I, it, was, it, it's, it, it was kind of, you know, I, you know it's, it is very disappointing when you're chucking a lot of dice into a ship that has a lot of dice. I, you know, I kind of experienced that grief in our game. <laughs> But I, could, I definitely could have done better as well. I, I do realize that. But, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so and to Linus, uh, who I might played on um, on last Tuesday, and to uh, Andre and Kauri, who are playing a game tonight, and anybody else who is playing a game tonight. So that's that's me. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I can do. I will actually start with uh, a somewhat shout out to uh, to to Hokun uh, for introducing me to my action shout out. So uh, I've been working on new statistics things uh, and uh, have an article in the works uh, where I'm looking at uh, how, whether we've had these sort of uh, very dominant lists in particular metas over 2.0. And try to quantify it in numbers, and that was quite an interesting thing. And I quickly ran out of statistical knowledge, uh, so uh, Hokan uh, hit me up with uh, uh, Kari. Is that somewhat even close to rap- correct pronunciation? I think he did fine. Okay, yeah, great. Uh, who apparently uh, does statistics and has actual knowledge on the matter? Uh, and I got a lot of good advice, and I have fun new numbers and insights, and it will be great. So uh, thank you for your assistance here. Uh, Cody. Hmm? Yeah, that's Cody. He's yeah. actually a professor. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> so he's a professor in statistics. Uh, he's a he's a, an economics professor, but he teaches statistics, statistics classics, uh, classes. Uh, at the university here yeah. in and yeah. I will not spoil my conclusion but it actually makes a lot of sense because he actually ended up giving me uh, a, a tool that is from economics so essentially we are I'm now comparing uh, how dominant uh, lists are 
using the same tools that uh, is used in the EU and also in the US to decide whether two companies can merge. So whether they will become too much of a monopoly. Mm -hmm. the, the, and they have a mathematic formula for that. And that's what we're using here to say, is this list too bad? Or no. was this meta too bad? Is there enough competition in this market that is then uh, X-Wing? So Incident incidentally, I have, uh, I wouldn't say a message to you from Cody, but uh, I did speak with Cody the other day about about your conversation. Uh, and you guys were really cute, by the way, when you were talking on, on Messenger. Uh, but uh, like, you know, a couple of sweethearts. But uh, but uh, but uh, he said it would be really interesting if you would take this down to a granular card level per pilot. Yeah, thinks, I think I yeah. think he grossly overestimates how much data I have. I think yeah, it could be that, that would it could be, be nothing but noise. But no, it could be. I would be happy to try. Uh, but I think already now, uh, I'm beginning to see. Let's just say that if uh, if Nantex was a company, then it would certainly have been allowed to buy uh, four Wookies without anybody thinking that that would ensue market dominance in the last meta. So we are at the bottom of the indication. So, um, but but we got we we got some signal. Uh, so let's see. Cool. Yeah, and then of course I want to shout out all my beautiful Pink Squadron boys. Uh, I really miss playing with you guys. I am, as I said in the beginning of the show, I am really aching for an X-Wing tournament and a road trip and beer and all that fun stuff. So uh, I really hope the world opens up in not too many months. Great. And that's me. Okay. Yep. No, we uh, should we should shout, shout out to Pfizer. Who are making great progress on the vaccine? Just. <laughs> I think okay. I will shout out anybody who makes a vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> can we can we just issue a tool challenge to be done already, and then hope it motivates them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tool challenge to any pharmaceutical company that's not to uh, trying to make any vaccine. All right. <laughs> yeah, I just wanna. I just want to shout out the community as a whole, like everybody who's playing online, just trying to make the game still relevant and fun, even though they can't play in person. So buying their ships, even though they yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, actually, buying buying ships from from the stores. Yeah. Keeping those alive. Support your they local kept... game stores, folks. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. Please do. So great point. Yeah. Maybe maybe to follow up on that to the guys who are also, you know, uh, contributing to the model to the model that we're playing to the module that we're playing yeah. on TTS as well. Yeah, Don't yeah. forget them. And vessel. Yeah, and vessel. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I mean, I I, I did a shout out to everybody. So. Yeah, a big shout out. Oh. The biggest shout out. It was beautiful. You have the best. It was great. It was huge. It was huge. Listen, nobody won. knows more about shout outs than you do, Gisela. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, all right, I'll do mine. Uh, I was going to you know, shout out to the Nexus crowd, our boys, our game night boys that are increasingly showing up at TTS on Tuesdays. 
And it's been, you know, light to follow out of these dark tunnels, you know, to get a little bit of taste of X-Wing, X-Wing Nights, you know, while we can't do it. And there's one note here. I'm going to shout out Jan for being funny because he it, actually the only shout out he, he, he typed out in the show notes was Jesper, mine. So shout out to Jan and then Jesper. And I would also like to shout out uh, Stefan, the only Iceland, Icelander to actually compete at Corsant and did pretty well. I mean, 3-3, I don't know. He wasn't uh, excited about it, but, you know, pretty star- strong tournament and he did well. No, but, wait, wait. but, but you guys, he did you see what guys he played against? I mean, he his first games... First two games was against William Hakeworth and Yelta, and he won both of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Going three and three in this field is yeah. it's, it's not a bad day. No, it's not a bad day. Yeah, you have to have an exceptional day to win this, or actually just making cut. So good on you, Sean. I'm proud of you. And I'm done. So, did you actually shout out Jesper? Yeah, I did in a, in no, a I was not trying to like, I was way. trying to be helpful, right? <laughs> so I wouldn't forget. Of course. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh, one shout out more. I I have I want to shout out Oli Pocknell. Uh because of reasons you yeah. No, Spe- don't spoil it. No, specific reasons that people might learn about hopefully in a short while. Yeah, yeah. Let's see how long it will take. <laughs> no more. No more things. Way to yeah. manage expectations, Gisley. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's, huge. It's, it's really good that you don't deal with change management and those kinds of things. <laughs> anyway. True. That is so true. Okay. Let's Love stop you. this. All right. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Bye. What song is that? It's the it's the final one in the movies. It's it's when they're getting the medals. Yeah, it's it's the final song, like when when Leia's hanging the medals on on you know Han and then and, yeah, yeah and because and then I, on, I, and Chewie and Chewie goes. Rah! Which means uh, where's my every, where's my everybody, medal, yeah, where's my fucking medal? Everybody laughs. Right, the <laughs> Chewie, you're yeah. a metal, you're a it's slave. Like, exactly, I was gonna say that's like, a metal, you're just a big monkey. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's oh so my cute. God. Hey, the, the, guys, the beast wants a metal too.
Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> a nice doggo. Oh, discrimination <laughs> in the 70s. <laughs> oh. Did you guys realize that I got two headhunters and one aiming in my Heralds of Hope thing? Oh, no, wait. Those wings actually open. They're Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus, Ed. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>